Welcome to DJ BFF! The Daniel Jason Best Friends Forever podcast. I'm joined by my better half, Jason Williams. And I'm joined by... I don't have anything clever today. It's been a long day. How are yeah, you? <laughs> I'm joined by Daniel. <laughs> What's, What's up? up? <laughs> oh, man. Another so, uh, week I was in Paris. Santa Monica today. How was that? Uh, there were street performers on 3rd Street. Really? Yeah, it's it's something. There are people going through there? Yeah, man. There's people shopping, eating at restaurants. I mean, most of them are closed. And, you know, the Apple store is closed. And favorite favorite chicken place is closed. But <laughs> you're still, don't worry. It, 2020 is full of instability. You <laughs> don't know where it's going to go in the coming months. But you better believe there's still a guy that doesn't know how to sing, <laughs> singing his heart out <laughs> to a backing track of Adele on Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Hell yeah. He's got a lot of heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm surprised there are people going through there with all the stores probably closed and all the yeah, restaurants well, probably only doing takeout. <laughs> well, like indoor malls haven't closed. But like outdoor malls, the possibilities are endless. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah, how you been, man? Um, I've been all right, surviving. It's good. I'm waiting for it to end. Slowly coming to terms with the fact that it won't. This is my life now. Are you talking about your life or the pandemic? Uh, I need to. I need to know if I need to do the extra thing and like put a put a thing in YouTube. Like, you know, <laughs> talk about we're talking about mental health this episode. So uh, <laughs> it'd be perfect to just throw in a quick thing. Let's start with the pandemic. We'll see how okay, the other good. one goes. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> well, uh, usually we'd have dates, but everything is closed. So, well, we have some things in the pipeline for October, though, so that'll be fun. Do we? Yeah. Uh, Lots of shows. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. But most importantly, hey, how's it going? Listener, if you join our Patreon, you can help us vote on what to do for the Halloween special of this podcast. That's exciting. Uh, The three options we have are Midnight Madness, a comprehensive guide on cult movie nights and midnight screenings. Something Jason and I have a lot of experience in. Yes, yes. Eraserhead, which is the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I've I've only seen it once. I saw it in theaters. A friend took a date to see it. Okay. I'm pretty sure... She, I'm pretty sure that she had to like put up like Craigslist ads, like, "Hey, don't date this guy. I'll take you to see Eraserhead in 35 millimeter." <laughs> it's got a picture of him. <laughs> do not date this man. <laughs> it's like a do not serve behind a bar. <laughs> it's like his face. The next to his face, a picture of the Eraserhead movie poster. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so scary. And the third option is the doubt, where I get to teach you. The first thing I teach my magic students 
and I'll be tweaking it so that you can learn it as a close-up routine, but also how to do it uh, with tarot cards and, you know, tell an interesting story. Ooh. Yeah. It's all sound interesting. So those are the three options. Uh, we're going to keep voting until like mid-September. So, hey, you should totally vote. Uh, personally, I voted for Midnight Madness because... Uh, I used to I was I used to do security at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You did. And it went about as well as it sounds. Amazingly. <laughs> I was security bitch. <laughs> so I got to clean up the puke. Oh, awesome. Sounds like a wonderful job. <laughs> at least you were involved. At least you were part of something. Yeah. I, I wish I was I wish I was part of something that important now. <laughs> something with less puke. Anyway, Jason, <laughs> speaking of puke. <laughs> oh, that's a segue, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> Jason, oh, I'm turning back now. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoever is keeping track of best and worst segues of the podcast, um, if you could rank the puke segue, I'd really appreciate it. It's gotta be uh, J- Jason, I've been publishing pages of the comic we've been working on called Chaser. And uh, people seem to really like it. Nice. I think I've seen some of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's got everything from garage rock to awesome sci-fi and fantasy. And uh, it's about fighting your demons, literally and figuratively. And literally? Yeah. So when <laughs> this podcast comes out, we're in the middle of posting one of the first songs uh, of the comic. And in the towards the beginning of when we started this podcast, I was having a lot of health issues. Uh, and I was bedridden for weeks at a time. And it really like deteriorated my mental health. And I was told, hey, you should try to get back into music. Because Fully Cooly is coming out and it's awesome. I remember that. So I got really into Fully Cooly again. And I was also developing this comic around the same time. And I ended up over two years writing a full LP of songs. And it's now just tied forever to this project. And someday you're going to hear the music and it's going to sound awesome. Uh, But... This is basically how I, I I used to mix a lot of pills and whiskey and edibles a lot, almost every single day. And uh, I thought about I thought about some really dark stuff. And then for whatever reason, I was like, what if Garfield felt this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of weird Garfield media. There's like a Garfield horror comic. There's like a Garfield superhero cartoon. Oh, there's a fucking Garfield. There's a Garfield R&B album you can <laughs> listen to right now on YouTube. <laughs> and it, it's honestly very, very good. So we wanted to do an episode on Garfield because I guess when people read this, uh, I'm just going to be followed around like, uh, hey, 
I'm a cat. I hate Mondays. <laughs> and then Jim Davis is going to materialize and go, you owe me 30 bucks. <laughs> you owe me 30 bucks per random YouTube comment and person who says that to you. Uh, You're welcome, I, Jim we, Davis. We, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really doing m- millionaire Jim Davis a solid right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy needs it. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Garfield. <laughs> we were going we were gonna to review the R&B album. And then I went down a rabbit hole and I wanted to look at weird Garfield merch. And it took me to a a little website called uh, lovesgarfield.com. Oh, that's how you found it. And uh, yeah, I ended up watching a video (laughs) called How to Sell Your Garfield Collection. (laughs) Yes, it sounds as good as the actual video was. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. It healed my soul. It's amazing. We're going to have a link in the description. You should totally watch it uh, before. Just like pause the podcast right now and then watch it and then come back and uh, try not to try not to feel your soul perfectly cleansed by watching this wonderful video and a man who, who loves a cat who may or may not be in a song about mixing pills whiskey and edibles so uh how to sell your garfield collection (laughs) what's your uh, what's your what was your first impression without going into spoilers i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't want to spoil any of the crazy twists and turns (laughs) what was your first impression of this of this video let's see uh my oh god it's hard to describe it's just it's i don't know if words capture my first impression it's just immediately you know first it's like a little cheap background effect that describes like the license information of garfield like or the trademark information and then immediately this one guy who looks like he would sell his garfield collection (laughs) <laughs> in front of a green screen just explaining like goes dives right into explaining like his website and in the background is i think one of like the first images is like he's flexing he's yeah. flexing so hard like yeah my wife and i uh you know we collect garfield stuff here's just a small selection and it's a whole fucking wall and desk and tables full of garfield merch <laughs> it's crazy like logically in my subconscious i know that sub garfield is very popular and this garfield collectors must exist because a collector for everything exists but I never thought in my life I'd be confronted visually with one <laughs> in their collection. <laughs> and they just hit you with it right off the back. <laughs> so he could, like, explain his credentials for why he's about to, like, school you on how to sell your Garfield merchandise. <laughs> so I will say, I will say this. Uh, Robert Cothy and his wife, Kathy, are professionals. They are. Uh, this video begins with... Uh, this is a documentary on how to sell your Garfield collection, and it's not officially tied to Paws Incorporated. Uh, the following advice is merely an opinion and guideline. <laughs> it is up to you what you feel is best, which honestly 
is like amazing. <laughs> um, it's that is an that's how every single fucking YouTube video should start. Actually, like, that would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Hey, man, this is just an opinion and a guideline. At the end of the day, only you can decide what's best. <laughs> Only Unless you're decide. deciding not to wear a mask and then put on a fucking mask, you fucking <laughs> fuck. I wish you put that in the video. That's that's half of a political comment, I guess. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but for some reason it shouldn't it is. be. It shouldn't be, but I guess it's I, the reason. The fact that it shouldn't be makes it half of a political. Comment, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, do do do. I didn't do the rest of the do's. Um. <laughs> but Robert and Kathy Kothi. Uh, they hosted the 13th annual Garfield convention in 2011. Yeah, wait, the 13th was it? They said yes, yes. There's been 13 of those. That's there's been more probably because oh, yeah, that was back in 2011. This was in this was in like 2011, 2012. So that's been like I'm terrified to Google seven since then <laughs> at least. I'm I'm scared and I didn't do it and. I, Jason, let's have a rule right now. We will not, <laughs> we we won't fucking dare make fun of Robert or Kathy. No, they're wonderful people and I'm glad they found each other. Dude, they're fucking awesome. And the fact that they said, oh, this is only a small part of our Garfield collection. And it's like multiple shelves and multiple tables full of stuff. By the way, some of that stuff, figures... Decorative plates, <laughs> snow globes, Monopoly, a globe, stuff. a Garfield globe. What is what does that even mean? Is it a like gumball a machine with Garfield holding it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a globe with Garfield at the base. But I don't know if there's a map. <laughs> I don't know if there's a map it might just on be... the globe. It might just be a globe with no earth on it. Like that a blue be ball. <laughs> uh, they also had a gumball machine, a giant Pez, and a lava lamp. Oh, yeah, they did. I want you to remember that lava lamp. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back to that one. It's going to come back to it. <laughs> so they hosted the 13th annual Garfield Convention. And everyone asks, uh, how do you sell a Garfield collection? I mean, I'm sure they ask a bunch of other questions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this, uh, this video is about how to sell a Garfield collection. That's one of the top 10 questions they ask, probably. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, like people collect everything, but... Garfield collection. <laughs> and the fact that people are asking about how they sell it means other people are buying it, which is interesting well, according, that there's a whole running market with it. <laughs> according to Robert, there are only three types of people who ask these questions. Uh, fans and collectors. Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. If you inherited a Garfield collection, which I gotta say... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, can you imagine being at that will reading <laughs> to my lovely daughter who I should have paid attention to? I leave you the house to raise your family. To my son, Jacob, are we connected over cars, 
So I'd like to leave you the Corvette and also stocks and whatever car companies I've collected over the years. And to my son, Daniel, I've got a bunch of Garfield stuff. <laughs> I'll leave you my awesome Garfield collection. Don't really know how much it's worth. Good luck. <laughs> I'm sure if you if you Google how to sell a Garfield collection, something will pop up. <laughs> or you could keep it. I know you don't like Garfield, but it's yours now. <laughs> Or a it's third just a giant type of moving truck comes over and just dumps a bunch of Garfield stuff. <laughs> and with no care, too. It's not even a moving... It's like a dump truck. Yeah. It like dumps it in your garage. <laughs> uh, or worse... Oh, yeah, garage. We're fucking millennials. We're never going to have a front lawn. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> or the third type of person helping a friend or family. And a family member. And I just got to say, if you help a friend or family member sell a Garfield collection and they refuse to help you move, <laughs> you need to never talk to them ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably something you ask your children or your niece or nephew. Like, hey, Bobby, you know computers. Yeah, what do you need help with? Uh, I need you to help me sell my Garfield collection. I know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, come on. You can figure it out. You're good with the internet. You evade something before, right? <laughs> yeah, like a, like a guitar that I never played. How am I supposed how am I how am I supposed to fence like 30 years of decorative plates? <laughs> and if you're asking that question, you obviously have a large gap in Garfield knowledge, which was a thing said in this video <laughs> and is almost definitely going to be like at least the subtitle of this episode because a large gap in Garfield knowledge might be the finest words ever written in the English language. <laughs> oh, we got one of these Garfield noobs. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, do not ever make fun of uh, new Garfield collectors because we all have to start somewhere. Exactly. That's why we I... all couldn't. We all can't be Robert and Kathy Kothy, Jason. <laughs> yeah. And we're not we're not making fun of them either. Like, honestly, they were like... just born with all their expert Garfield knowledge. They probably had to spend time accumulating it, which is great that they're like, Decided to make a video for like hardcore Garfield collectors and then random people who Googled and stumbled upon this video <laughs> after they're ambiquate them, they're 300 Garfield plates. <laughs> Fuck, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this, this episode is going to kill us. <laughs> this is the I know we say this like every like 10 or 15 episodes. This will be the episode that ends the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you how do you discern value on your Garfield collection? It's trickier than it sounds. Is it? <laughs> well, other than like some high selling items across the board, collectors will they'll go after their own tastes, their themes, their character preferences. Aren't there only like three characters? And one of them There's... only people only have preference for two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so like Kathy Cothy, 
uh, she collects things that are beach and boating themed. But they also know people who collect cowboy Garfield merchandise, Garfield clocks, <laughs> and someone, a collector they know, owns every Christmas ornament ever made. There's got to be like a ton of, they probably release like 20 a year, I'm guessing. And ju- and judging, I know nothing about this person other than they that they own every Christmas ornament ever made of Garfield. But I do know one other thing about them. They fuck. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> that co- that Garfield collector fucks <laughs> constantly. How do you... You can't, like, walk into that house without just immediately ripping off all your clothes after seeing that collection. Dude, dude, that collector is, like, neck high in lasagna 24-7. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Um, I'm keeping that clock yeah, uh, forever. <laughs> just put that on my tombstone <laughs> next week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, some people they they have like themes. Uh, you know, some they just collect nothing but John Arbuckle, apparently. What? Yeah, if I mean like you, some people they only collect Odie. Yeah. And they only collect like certain characters. I don't know whose favorite Garfield character is John Arbuckle, <laughs> but also I didn't know people collected Garfield That's stuff true. in this capacity. So. I I will never be surprised about anything ever again. <laughs> True. Um, We're walking into a whole new world here. Somebody out there is yeah. a diehard John Arbuckle collector, probably because it's the cheapest collection to gain. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like me. Oh no, I'm about to embarrass myself. Um, oh, my cousins were really into boy bands in the late '90s and early 2000s. Um. But I wanted to get into boy bands because I was like five. Hell yeah. And uh, we could not afford NSYNC or Backstreet Boy CDs. No. <laughs> so we, so I had to settle for Dream Street. <laughs> Who the hell is Dream Street? Exactly, Jason. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dream Street? <laughs> I thought I knew all the old boy bands. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say ninety-eight degrees? Yeah, no, I, I Dream did. Street. <laughs> I, had to, I, had... <laughs> I really thought you were about to say ninety-eight degrees, and it was even below that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh my god! I think I've heard of these guys. Sorry, I'm looking them up. <laughs> no more tangents on this on the most important podcast episode ever made. Oh, that's true. Not just on this show, we are but like fighting. podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, this episode oh, yeah, is they're... providing a service, so we've got to stay on track. But he makes it a point to say, you know, there's no real way to appraise this. So someone might overpay for an item just because they really want to take it home. But there are some. High sellers that are always going to sell high, and they include, like, ceramics, which is fair, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, Garfield crystals. I want to assume that they're, like, (laughs) crystal, like, sculptures. (laughs) 
and not like you go into like a metaphysical store in Silver Lake and like That's what I'm I need I need Garfield crystals for a banishing ritual. <laughs> I need it really fast. <laughs> this is an emergency. <laughs> Give me the crystals. I am ima- that's what I was imagining is people somehow growing crystals into the shape of Garfield. <laughs> growing crystals? Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> like little rocks. Not like Yeah, they could you could grow those like plants. Like quartz. I'm just imagining like a magical circle and on one end is Garfield crystals on another part of the circle equidistant to the triangle uh is a signed autographed photo of garfield <laughs> by jim davis and to complete the triangle it's a candle that smells like lasagna <laughs> the garfield crystals sell very very high but more importantly that lava lamp is very expensive we're coming back to the very, lava lamp and very yeah we you thought we weren't going to come back to the fucking lava lamp <laughs> that lava lamp is very rare and very expensive. And I totally understand why it's in so much of this video now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the prize of his collection or something. So is that 1776 statue? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, it's like a little, it's like, was it a ceramic or was it like, like a clay thing or something? It was to celebrate the bicentennial of America. Um, And since I have half of a political comment, I just want to (laughs) say, man, tricentennials, am I right? Does that count as a political comment? (sighs) (laughs) I guess it counts as half as one. Yeah, it counts as half. So I'm going to... Oh, it's doot, pl- doot. That's the other half of the doos <laughs> we always do for the political comment. <laughs> it's got a little Garfield and a little Odie and a little Normal, I think the other character's name. Dressed as Founding Fathers. No Garfield and Native American character in there, though. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I guess that would have had some awkward... Yeah. Garfield Hamilton. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Can any of them sing? <laughs> Garfield Hamilton. His name is Garfield Hamilton. He really hates Mondays. Lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> and is that for like two hours because those are like the only two traits of Garfield (laughs) Uh, I'm allowed to make fun of Garfield right we can make fun of Garfield we cannot make fun of Robert or Kathy that's fair they're treasures they they are wonderful people they are Uh, if you ever want to another way to tell what your Garfield item is worth is age and it goes into like a whole thing. Oh yeah, that like, becomes really technical. Within like, yeah, dude, he's he's on it. He runs Gar- lovesgarfield.com. So, he's laying down knowledge like, you know, United Future Syndicate owned the merchandising rights 
until 1993. And then Jim Davis got all of the creative rights back uh, for Garfield. And merchandising is huge. Yeah, it seems because to be like the existence, the point of Garfield's existence almost. Dude, no, you know about the George Lucas thing, right? Oh, I think I heard of that before. He took a massive pay cut for Star Wars and to just to say like, hey, I want all the rights to the sequels and all of the rights to the merchandising. And they're like, that's fucking weird. First of all, this will never get a sequel. <laughs> Second, <laughs> merchandising, sci-fi merchandising is like Planet of the Apes lunchboxes. Yeah. I mean, sure, you're not going to sell anything. And uh, boy, were they wrong. Yep. <laughs> now he's got a whole ranch. <laughs> but uh, merchandising, like owning the merchandising rights of your creation, it's a, a really big thing in comics because Alan Moore very famously said, I don't want Watchmen to spark a bunch of merch. I want it to be like buttons and maybe like a poster or two. But after that, I just want it to be a book. And uh, turns out they did not honor Alan Moore's wishes. Uh, what? So he didn't have the rights over it? They just no. promised uh, or something? They just pinky swore? In comics, if you create a character for Marvel or DC, you might create that character, but you do not own the rights to that character. Oh, that's unfortunate. So the most he could do is just suggest for them not to do that. But then they could go yeah. off and do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, poor Alan Moore. I'm glad Jim I Davis mean, got they... the rights for his weird cat back. Yes. <laughs> Million, multi-millionaire Jim Davis. <laughs> but uh, Robert Cothy walks... He, quote from the video, by the way, greatest, greatest internet video ever made. Uh, I laugh when I go to a flea market and someone tells me that this is an original 1978 because it says copyright 1978. And I just love the image of him going to a flea market looking for Garfield stuff and just being like, hey, what is that? Oh, it's an original Garfield ceramic from 1978. You fucking idiot. <laughs> How fucking do you know who you're fucking talking to right now? <laughs> Seriously, do you? No, I've got Jim Davis on fucking speed. dial. <laughs> There, there are there are a minimum of five signed, personalized items from Jim Davis to Robert and Kathy Cothy in this eight-minute video. <laughs> okay. There's probably more. <laughs> Just imagine some poor flea market collector guy is like, "Wait, you're him? You're the Robert Cothy?" <laughs> yes, yes, I am. And you tried to fleece me. So I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and then, like, he just continues to walk around and, like, buy a churro or something. Yeah. And then that vendor, like, points to, like, someone in, like, a big coat. And, like, a bunch of dudes in big coats just surround Robert Cothy. And then he's like, this again. And then take off the big coats, and it's just Heathcliff fans. <laughs> you stole the IP. I'm also a big orange cat with a weight problem. And you stole, you stole my idea. And Robert Cothy's just like, 
I hate Mondays. <laughs> but I really hate what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> Again, not making fun of them. They're, they're probably lovely people. But merchandise will occasionally have the year it was made. Occasionally. Like, when it doesn't have like, like this toilet seat. This fucking toilet seat. Oh, yeah. There's a Garfield toilet seat for some reason. I don't know. What was, was that a 1978 original or something? Oh, it was in 1996. Oh, okay. It's a toilet seat that says protected by an attack cat. Does the attack cat I, What does that poop? mean? What does that mean? What is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have so many questions. Girl, what, is that what is that supposed to mean? And why is it in mint condition yeah. in the wrapping and original packaging? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's like not on a toilet or anything. It's just kind of like hanging up on a wall or something. Just another piece of collection. <laughs> but I actually knew this next piece of info because... I listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of books on comic book history. And Calvin and Hobbes also had this exact problem. Uh, You know how you can tell early Garfield from the newest Garfield? It's all in the eyes. The newer Garfield looks depressed with the weight of the world and the weight of age and experience. Yeah, he's also mixing pills, (laughs) whiskey, and edibles, and writing garage rock. For a comic called Chaser, uh, which updates on Wednesdays and Fridays on dhpgaslam.com. But uh, <laughs> hey, that guy stole your website and your idea. <laughs> Fuck that. So, cat. sometime in the 80s, newspapers became more expensive to produce. So, in order to save money, they shrank the comic strip section, like they gave it less page real estate. So, in order to convey more emotions and more visual jokes, everything had to be more cartooned. So Garfield, which had wider separate eyes, slowly but surely just had the eyes right next to each other like he is now. Oh, interesting. So you look at the eyes and you could tell how old it is. So if the eyes are wider apart, it's probably worth more, I'm guessing. Yeah. Nice. See, we're getting actual information from this video. We're learning Dude, things about comic book history. We are making a lot of jokes on this episode. I mean, it's an insane video. I mean, it's insanely awesome. I meant that, by the way. <laughs> this thing is a work of art. <laughs> honestly, like, I'm impressed with, with this video because there's honestly good advice. Like, hey... You want to sell this. How do I make a good listing? Take a picture. Like, take a solid picture. Don't just do written descriptions because they're fucking worthless. Like, if you want to buy something off Craigslist, take a fucking picture of it so I can see it. Don't just say, like, I have a couch. It's brown. Come get it. Yeah. Like, if I see a picture of a brown couch, I'm like, cool, it's that size. I can probably move it with a truck. Uh, the picture is a picture is worth a thousand. Garfield decorative plates, as the saying goes. <laughs> that is the saying, I believe. <laughs> the example he uses 
It's, uh, you know, they made hundreds or thousands of Garfield Pez dispensers. Naturally. If you have a, if you have a listing for Garfield Pez dispensers, you know, which one is it? Because they made a lot of them. And sometimes you could have the same character heads, but they just changed the color of, of, you know, the handle and like, Holy fuck, this dude knows a lot about Pez dispensers. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there'd be a difference between the Pez dispensers and if it would matter, but I guess that if you can if there are ways to tell the difference, you might as well get the one that you're missing from your collection or that's the oldest or worth the most. <laughs> now, do you need to take a picture for every single Garfield thing you want to sell? Yes. No, you fucking idiot. Oh, god damn it, I was wrong. <laughs> You can just put like a bunch of items together and sell them all at once. Like if you've got a Garfield like like lapel pin and a bunch of erasers, you're not going to take a picture for every eraser. You're going to get everything all in one picture and just sell it. That's actually good advice for a lot of selling a lot of a diff- bunch of different things. Fuck yeah, man. Now, where do you want to sell this? There are basically two schools of thought here. If you want to get rid of it fast, an easy Craigslist. Also, fast and easy is the way many people would describe uh, things you would get in an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that in every local town, there's somebody begging to buy like somebody else's Garfield collection. Dude, what if that's like a hidden part of Craigslist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a no- you can get like a no strings attached like hookup. And then also, like, across the street, just go, like, yeah, I want some Pez dispensers. <laughs> I'm here to look at your Garfield Pez dispensers. <laughs> My life is very complicated. <laughs> All right. Come in the back. I don't want to show them out here. <laughs> it takes you into, like, some alley. <laughs> uh, also, they give... Dude, Rob and Kathy, holy shit. All of the advice... This is great advice. Like I'm I'm fucking impressed because when they give the advice, they always pair it with their personal experience and their professional expertise. So like, hey, I want to get rid of this stuff really fast. Well, from our professional experience, Craigslist is a way to get rid of it fast. And also, if you're looking to buy, you can go there and see what you're buying before you just buy it on eBay. Oh, we're throwing and in some advice for buyers in here. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I was about to ask if and, there was a video about how to buy a Garfield collection. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, uh, you need to come to terms that your life is forever going to change. <laughs> There's no going back once you've made the decision. Once you go Garf. Please, I'd like to hear how this is going to finish. <laughs> I'm extremely curious. <laughs> Rob and Kathy, they're like, oh, yeah, well, Craigslist is cool. You know, we went to see someone's collection that we were buying, you know, just to make sure the items were there. And uh, they brought a fucking trailer to move the collection. Because the items, I imagine, were very large. It'd be weird if he just bought a trailer for, like, decorative plates (laughs) and a lava lamp. Yeah, it must have been a freaking huge collection. Somebody was just trying to unload. <laughs> like in this video, there are multiple like arcade games, slot machines, and giant life-size Garfield statues. <laughs> and we've had a joke on comic at Comic-Con, we always need to buy a life-size Chewbacca butter statue. And Robert 
and Kathy Kothy are buying life-size Garfield statues. They're living the best life, honestly. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, dude, like, I, I know it's going to sound like we're making fun of them. We're really not. I'm nope. super fucking jealous. Yeah. But if you wanted to do a longer, you know, a longer process of making sure your Garfield collection gets into safe hands, uh, you can go to ebay.com, also known as eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> hey, Wallace. What's the website for Amazon.ca? Uh, Amazon.ca. <laughs> and uh, yeah, eBay is a solid option. But if you want to get it in the hands of people who really care about Garfield, you're going to have to go to a Garfield convention, which are real things, apparently. They're not going to sell my collection to just fucking anybody. What do they know about Garfield? I mean, the convention apparently moves from Pennsylvania to Texas to Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe eBay is a lot less time consuming. Yep. <laughs> You've got to apparently track down this moving convention like one of those carnivals from vampire novels. I guess oh, there's man. a specific novel I'm thinking of. Something Garfield This Way Comes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> or I'm Back, the movie about dinosaurs and Garfield. <laughs> where, But Jason, I, I got to ask, where do you think is the worst place to sell a Garfield collection? Um, Is it not? It's not. I have no idea. I would guess it's the worst. It's the worst place to sell any collection, a garage sale. Oh, I guess that would be a terrible place to sell a collection. Dude, do you know how uh, do you know how many like expensive ass comics were sold at a garage sale for like jack shit? <laughs> yeah. It's the least time consuming probably though. Yeah. But like I was in a lift and I mentioned that I, I write comic books and I was like, oh man, I'm really sad because I had the first appearance of Wolverine in really good condition and it was rated I got it rated at like eight point five. And like my mom didn't care and just sold it at a garage sale for like five bucks. Oh my God. And my heart stopped and he saw the pain on my face and he was like, why was it worth a lot of money? And I was like, if I tell you, will you get me to my destination and not just break down sobbing? <laughs> <and just slip around?" laughs> 8.5 would sell for about $900 and <laughs> for the right person. <laughs> And he just like he, I broke him. Oh. I literally broke him. He did not talk the rest of that lift ride. Oh my god, <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh man, I might have been better off him not knowing. <laughs> now he's gonna hate his mom. <laughs> oh man, oh. I ruined this family. <laughs> yeah, he destroyed their home. <laughs> But as for the best, um, they needed to know the truth. But honestly, the best advice they give in this video is you need to be realistic. Like sometimes when you buy something, it's just going to lose value. It's never going to be more, you know, it's never going to gain value and interest as time goes on. Yep. You may like, think this was it's the, worth a the, lot because of emotional value, but it's actually 
nobody's if nobody's willing to pay that price, then it's not really worth that much. Well, it, it just brings me back. Do you know about the uh, the collector's boom of the nineties? Um, I kind of. Okay, so like, Action Comics number one sold for like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it made it made news because like, holy shit, that's a lot of money for a comic book. Yeah. Hey, let's all print new number ones so we have X Men number one, Spawn number one, like a. Uh, x-force number one and they're selling like you know 5 million 20 million 30 million copies thinking cool these are all number ones they're going to be worth something someday but because you made 30 million of them they're worthless (laughs) like the only reason action comics number one is worth anything is because there's so few of them in good condition yeah it doesn't really work when you print out a couple million number ones so, like, you got to be realistic. And, uh, Jason, I didn't tell you we were doing this, but I actually went on eBay.com, also known as eBay. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I found some listings of some Garfield merch. And, like the Funko Pop episode, Ew. <laughs> you're going to try and guess what these items are worth. I'm going to send you. The first one right now to your phone. All right. Oh, surprise for surprise minigame. This is exciting. Let me know when you get it. All right, we got something. It's a Garfield little statue thing. Might be porcelain. Can't really tell. For Sagittarius. And he's a little squat, chibi-like figure with a bow. And instead of an arrow, it's a drumstick. Hilarious. What? You, what yeah, <laughs> I know. Garfield has jokes. <laughs> I'm shocked, too. Um, what do you think this is listed on eBay right now for? Well, if I was a Sagittarius Garfield collector, I would love this. So I'm gonna say twenty bucks. I'm gonna give you three chances. Uh, no, it is worth more than twenty dollars. Um, twenty-five bucks. It's 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 a bit higher. Um, Kelly, it's worth more than that. Thirty-five dollars. Final answer. Final answer. Thirty-five dollars. <laughs> What? Oh my god. Oh man. Not including shipping. (laughs) And I imagine this thing is only like it's less than three inches tall, probably. Yeah, it looks like maybe three and a half. It's got tiny Sagittarius font, tiny Sagittarius description. Oh my god! Can't imagine spending that much money on something that's like three inches tall. That's not made I of mean, something like valuable. First of all, uh, someone was willing to buy like a five thousand dollar Funko Pop figure. <laughs> and second of all, uh, you know what they say about three inches? It's two point eight inches too many. 
<laughs> it's exactly what they say. <laughs> I'm sending you the next one. Boom. It's uh. Oh wait, nope, that's the same one. I haven't received it yet. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's another Garfield toilet seat. Because <laughs> of course, there's more than one. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it's in good condition. Apparently, it's very rare. It's in original packaging. I want you to guess how much this is. Again, I'm going to give you three chances. We've we've got the date on it. 1996 pause. Uh, we've got a Odie and a Garfield under like a weird rainbow colored blanket. I don't really get what that's supposed to be. They fucked. <laughs> Why is that on they're a toilet fren- seat? They're, they're, they're frenemies that fuck. <laughs> um... How much would you spend on a toilet seat? Uh, I want to tell you, $10. it's really upsetting. <laughs> More than $10? I'm not even going to consider it. Dude, actually guess how much this toy. You are doing Robert and Kathy Kothy a disservice. <laughs> now, honestly, guess what this toilet seat is worth. I mean, a right now. is worth like $7. So I guess with the Garfield on it, we're going to double that price. So $20, $25. Well, I guess this is bigger than the little porcelain thing. Now it's $64. But also the porcelain is like a beautiful craft. And this is something you lift to take a shit in. <laughs> That's true. All right, $25? Uh, no, it is higher. Um, forty dollars. Uh, it is higher. Can't be as much as the stupid porcelain thing. Um, on the other hand, this is rare. Sixty-four dollars. It's seventy-nine dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a toilet seat. <laughs> It's not even made out of anything special, it looks like. It looks like something you could um, grab from, like, Home Depot for $8. Well, they're really going to shake you down for, um, you know, this is $79. Uh, Garfield never had the time. It's a 1979 <laughs> joke. It didn't work. <laughs> you tried, and that's what matters. <laughs> comedy comedy isn't easy. If it was, the Garfield would be funny. I'm sending the last one. <laughs> I'm going to send the last one, and y- you know what this is. Uh, we got another character? Are we gonna have yeah, I've got, one, I've got one last thing. Because this one had Garfield and Odie on it. Nope, this one's just Garfield. <gasps> oh, it's it's the fucking lava lamp this is it. from the video. It's the precious it's the lava, lava lamp. lamp. <laughs> the legendary lava lamp. One of the ones that apparently are worth something. It's got a sarcastic looking Garfield as if he ever looks anything else. Uh, with the white t-shirt on and it says, well, duh. All right, Jason. Like the very last Funko Pop. I'm going to give you a starting price to go off of. And I want to let you know it's gross. <laughs> I'm going to do the starting price at 100. Ah, oh, no, really? <laughs> $99. $199. $199? 
That's the starting guess for you. Oh my god. Keep in mind, this is listed by the expert who runs lovesgarfield.com as one of the highest sellers and rarest finds. What? Why? Is it because they don't make lava lamps anymore? I mean, they probably shouldn't, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could find one on Amazon for like 20 bucks. But all right, this is a special Garfield lava lamp. So starting price, starting guess, $199. $220. It is higher. Oh, man. <laughs> um, oh, my. I'm sorry. My mind is reeling from this. <laughs> um, $250. Jason? Yeah? It is higher. What? <laughs> The, why it doesn't even have a cool like at least the sagittarius thing is like you put it in your collection and you're like look it's like my sign it's unique to me so i spent a bunch of money to get it um but i guess this is probably directly from the 70s um if you get i'll tell you what if you get within ten dollars of what it's worth i i will i will get you something garfield related for christmas i don't know if i want that but okay i'll try my best <laughs> uh, all right all right all right, all right so my I'll last guess what. was two if, if, if you if you get within ten dollars of what it's listed i will not get you something garfield related <laughs> for christmas. thank you that works <laughs> all right i'm gonna say 315 dollars <laughs> what? Holy fuck! How close was I? That's exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Yeah! Oh my god! This and the Funko Pop figure thing. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I am the king of Garfield merch pricing. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's sad. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> The greatest podcast episode yeah. ever made. I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This is a victory. <laughs> well, I hope I hope us talking about this has convinced you to get into Garfield collecting. Yeah, and or and or and or selling your Garfield collection. Yeah, look, if you got if you for some reason you just discovered the lava lamp in your basement that your grandpa gave you <laughs> in his will, that's uh, it might be worth something. I wanna I wanna mention how this video ends because honestly, I think this was like the entire plot of the video. He, he fucking Christopher Nolan does at the very end. There's a plot twist of thank you so much for watching this video. And we want to let you know that if you have any questions, you can always contact us 
Uh, we're always happy to look over what you have. And, you know, we often buy Garfield collections. Now, we're not going to be able to buy everything because we own a lot of Garfield stuff, but we're interested in some select items. So here's our email. You, We might not get it. It might be flagged as spam. <laughs> but here's our phone number that you can call to talk about Garfield-related business. This was genius. I found a he way gave to- his phone. He gave his phone number away, Jason. <laughs> he is going to finish his collection, and he's going to make a video <laughs> to teach other people how to help him do it. <laughs> I think. I think that was the secret reason. <laughs> this is. This honestly hits me harder than at the end of the Prestige. <laughs> Spoilers for the Prestige, a movie that came out a very long time ago, that uh, Christian Bale. The reason, the way he's able to do the magic trick, where he walks through a door and it closes, and then he walks out of another door a little bit away on stage, it's that hey, he he's he, it's twins. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a pair of twins. twins pretending to be one guy, you know, like the method that Michael Caine said. He's using a double. We know he's using a double. That's the only way he can do it. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, you do not have to go to Colorado <laughs> and talk to Nikola Tesla, who is David Bowie, to make a cloning machine. Oh, that's on. That he was David Bowie in that movie. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Like, it's a double. You're really gonna leave London, go to Colorado, let David Bowie Tesla build you <laughs> a cloning machine, move it back to London because you have a grudge against this guy who was fair, he killed your wife, but we told you, he uses a double. <laughs> that's, that's, that's honestly the fucking twist of like, hey, I want to buy your shit. I want to buy your Garfield stuff. Let me buy your Garfield stuff. <laughs> Here, here's my literal phone number. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And honestly... Hey, uh, Robert and Kathy Kothi, um, if there's like a Garfield convention coming up, dude, like I know events aren't happening because of the pandemic, but when, when it opens, Jason and I will do a podcast at Garfield Con. Hell yeah, hit us up. We will, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, 100% we'll, cos- do we'll it. cosplay. We'll cosplay. We will. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, you're John Arbuckle. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to be John Arbuckle. Well, I'm going to be the lava lamp. <laughs> I'm going to like not Garfield. I'm going to be the Garfield lava lamp. I'm going to be a superhero version of one of the characters. You know, it'd be great if we go to Garfield Con and like, oh man, I'm going to be the lava lamp. And people are just like, holy fuck. He's the, he's the, he's, he's the rare limited edition Garfield lava lamp. <laughs> Oh my god, I love your cosplay. Can I take a picture with you? That'd be yeah, amazing. Sure. <laughs> it's like a line of people. <laughs> hey, look, this guy's a lava lamp. <laughs> Holy fuck. And like, hey, um, our guest of honor wants to take a picture with you. It's Bill Murray for whatever reason. <laughs> it's like, what, what else is Bill Murray going to do? Yeah. Besides go to a Garfield convention. <laughs> I can imagine him doing that. Just randomly stopping by. They're like, oh my god, you showed up. We, we've invited you every year. I decided to show up this time. 
Oh god, we've been saving a bad for you every year. Here you go. <laughs> and that is, that is how to sell your Garfield collection. The greatest video on the internet. It really is. I don't know if it'll ever be topped. It will never be topped. That's a, that's a pretty safe bet, actually. The only way this will ever be topped is if they update it for 2020. Yeah, they should. <laughs> How to sell your Garfield collection? Well, first of all, there's a global pandemic at the moment. <laughs> Money's really tight for everyone. And, I mean, a lot of people, they're losing their unemployment benefits in the U.S. Like The rest of the world is doing fine. But, like, if you're in the U.S., money's really tight. And, honestly, you should, like, you should you should honestly, like, just hold on to it. Wait for the market to get better. <laughs> um but you should still call me at this phone number because <laughs> I might want to buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a mask. We'll stand six feet apart. <laughs> Go ahead, give me a call. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not at the moment. I've been working too hard. Hopefully I'll have some free time soon. You got anything? Or hardly to working. Ah, nice one. Straight from Garfield. <laughs> You got anything to plug for yourself? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at DHP Gastelum, G-A-S-T-E-L-U-M, as in Myrtle. It's a Garfield reference. Oh, nice. Good one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it could uh, be. Stop. Uh, G-A-S-T-E-L-U-M, as in my god. I, I need more Garfield stuff. Or No, wait, I got it. 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 Uh okay. So it's uh G A S T E L U M as in Mondays. Oh, well, yeah, perfect. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to keep the other ones in though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop, by DH- <laughs> stop by DHP. Stop by com. Mondays we update with podcasts, Wednesdays and Fridays with comics. Hey, Thank you so much for listening, and a very, very large Garfield lasagna thank you to our patrons. Uh, If you want to help the podcast out, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. It'll help us get found so much easier. And if you really want to help Jason and I out, consider sponsoring us on Patreon. You'll get early podcasts, early comics, behind-the-scenes stuff for every update of Chaser, and you can help vote for the Halloween special of 2020. I'm excited. I'm going to vote for Racerhead. I've never seen that before. Dude, it, I honestly vote however you want. But if we're doing a Racerhead, we're, we're going to have to watch it together, honestly. Like, we'll sit six feet apart, but fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, think- I know me saying fuck a Racerhead is going to make everyone vote for a Racerhead. <laughs> but I'm excited. Or terrified. One of the two. I'm excited for all the options. Vote how you want. Hey, Siri. Can you buy that Garfield lava lamp for me? (laughs) Sorry, I missed that. Could you say it again, please? No. (laughs) Never saying it again.